Sarah Snippet series is sponsored by the Saka family, a member of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka. The 50th site is in January. Tonight we'll conclude first paragraph of Shema. We've been speaking about the final apostle, the makor, the source for our obligation, a home or a room that meets certain requirements or criteria to hang a mezuzah. We'll first describe that the doorpost of the entrance reminds us that we have to govern our thoughts, we have to regulate our ideas, our ideals, and our behavior, when we walk into those sacred spaces that are obligated in a mezuzah. The Rambam emphasized somewhat uncharacteristically the significance of mezuzah and told us the reason is other mitzvahs that are a momentary act, as long as we own a space that's obligated in a mezuzah, it is an ongoing obligation. The tour, the son of the rush, Rabbi Yaakov and Usher, who writes his commentary in the back, his commentary organized into the uh, four turim, Yoridesim and Reish Pehei writes the following, There's an obligation to write the first two paragraphs of Shema and to fix them, to set it on the doorpost of the home. We use the term mezuzah to describe the parchment that contains this writing. But a mezuzah literally means a doorpost. And it quotes our Pasuk, The tour adds, person has to be very scrupulous, very vigilant, very careful. And he quotes the Chazal we mentioned last night. We should be surrounded by mitzvahs. They should remind us to live a mindful and meaningful Jewish life with the tzitzis we wear and the tefillin that we put on and the mezuzah that consecrates the space of our life. And so on. And then the tour makes a promise. If you're careful about mezuzah, don't skimp out, don't cheapen out. People often ask me, when you buy a mezuzah, you can buy different price mezuzahs. It's a $50 mezuzah, $100 mezuzah, it's a $500 mezuzah. What kind of mezuzah do I need for my home? You know what I always ask them? What kind of car do you drive? You know, there's cars that get you from point A to point B, and they even have power steering and power windows, but they don't have bells and whistles, and they certainly don't have a fancy name on the hood of the car, is that what you drive? You get the least expensive mezuzah as long as it's kosher. If good enough with the car, good enough with mezuzah. A luxury car, bells and whistles, fancy, big name, you gotta spend money on the mezuzah. So the Torah quotes, if you're careful, you invest, you get a mezuzah that you know is kosher, it meets the standards, the criteria, that the sofer, the scribe had the right mindfulness when he wrote it. Says the tour. You will live a long life, and so will your children. Where did he get that from? How could he make that promise? Because it says, It says that you, your life and your children's life will be long. Next to adjacent to the, the source of the obligation of mezuzah is the promise for longevity. So the tour says there's a connection between the two. Have a kosher mezuzah, invest in a good mezuzah, you will live a long life. And he goes on. He doubles down. If you're not careful, ah, I forgot to hang the mezuzah. I put a less than perfect ideal mezuzah. It's not in a great place. It's not checked. The case is not impressive or nice. If you're not careful, you scot through. Then the life of your, your life and the life of your children could be shortened. If there's a promise of longevity with a proper mezuzah, then you can bet that a non-kosher mezuzah you will not experience that longevity. 
And that's why children die young. What does the tour mean? This tour personally troubles me. About 19 years ago, my wife and I had a stillbirth. Right around the time we were moving from Lago to Captiva, and Mashana Mako, Mashana Mazal, we were moving homes, so we thought it would bring great Mazal. I went to look at the mezuzah on the front door. It's a whole halacha, whether you can take the mezuzah, can't take it with you. But anyway, I took down the case of the front door, and there was no cloth inside. I mentioned it to someone, they say, now you understand why you went through what you went through. You had a stillbirth, the child didn't make it because you didn't have the mezuzah on the front door. If you're not careful in mezuzah, like the tour says, it troubled me, like maybe, or hopefully, that's troubling you. First of all, who says such a thing? But second of all, is that true? Is the tour telling us something empirical? Is this a haftach, a promise? Does he mean it to be true? Have a good mezuzah, you'll live a long life. There are people who died young. We know in our community, tragically, tzaddikim, righteous people, left this world early. They probably had the most mahudr mezuzahs. What happened to the promise of the, of the tour? Very troubling. This was a story of once someone came to Rebbe Yitzchak of Redichov and asked certain questions. An atheist who didn't believe in God. Rebbe Yitzchak entertained all their questions and said at the end, the God you don't believe in, I don't believe in him either. So I don't believe in a God who would make a child die young, or an adult for that matter, because a cloth fell out of a mezuzah without their ever even knowing it disappeared without explanation. That doesn't sound to me like a righteous or just God. I struggle to understand that. So how do I understand the tour? So to me, the notion of Laman Yirbu Yemechem, Yarichu Yamav, a long life can be quantitative or qualitative. And I choose to understand it to mean that if we have a mezuzah and we're careful to live its values, if our home is filled with love, spirit of compromise, commitment, devotion, dedication to Hashem, submission, if we live a life steeped in those values, then the quality of our lives and the quality of our children's lives, that will be raised and that will be beautiful. I don't believe the Torah was promising us about the quantity of life as much as the quality of life, that if we live and if we embody and if we practice the values within, then Yarichu Yamav, we see the Barbanel, Kibaraveim, and others, Yarichu doesn't mean necessarily quantitatively, it can mean qualitatively. But either way, the tour ends by telling us, Don't have a kavana when you hang the mezuzah, it's an amulet, it's not a good luck charm, it's not going to protect you. That's not why we do mitzvahs. You know why you do a mitzvah? A mitzvah? Because when God says jump, we say how high. He obligates, He commands, He binds us to Him with the tzivoy's mitzvah, and that's the only intent that a person should have. Will we benefit? If we live the values, will we have a quality of life? Beautiful, absolutely. Below ye kavanah The kavanah says the tour should be that we're doing a mitzvah of Hashem.